I am here with Michael Lee Brown, who has been working for a solid year and a half in a show that nobody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> At all. At all. <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen. Yes, yes, yes. You're currently uh, the standby, but standby doesn't seem like an affair word when you are actually doing the role twice a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I started out as a standby, and now mm -hmm. I'm considered an alternate. So yeah. I, um, I alternate the role of Evan Hansen. I play Evan Hansen twice a week on the Wednesdays and Saturday matinees. And then I also I stand by for the other two characters as Connor and Jared, too. Okay. so I go on for them once in a while, too. So you prepared for a lot of multiple Prepared options. for anything, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, yep, I've been on for all three guys. I was actually the first person to go on for all three guys on Broadway, which is fun. So, yeah, I played Connor, Jared, and, and Evan, and now, like I said, I play Evan Weekly, which has been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to see you, unfortunately, because it was just kind of last minute. I, oh, saw okay, yeah. one, I saw one orchestra seat on Thursday, on the day of, and, oh, I, like, got I, it. Okay. and I hadn't seen it. Um, yeah, yeah. I can understand why you got two roles for sure. That is one hell of an intensive role. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely, it's it's it's, uh, it's vocally tiring. It's physically tiring and, and emotionally tiring. You know, there's a lot there's a lot to that role, and it's such a wonderful role. But no, it definitely helps to have you know two people kind of playing the role because it's it takes off that little extra stress. You know, and um, it gives a little break on those, yeah. on the, especially on the two show days, and that's really what's yeah. important. You know, it's really hard to do the show in two days, you know, yeah. or two two in one day. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, a lot of listeners are probably have worn out the cast album thing and know that singing wise, vocally demanding. But yeah, but like, there's a lot of like shouting, yelling, <laughs> yeah, emotional yelling, scene, yeah, and then, like combined. I'm like, I am truly like, wow, I'm impressed that you can keep your voice in shape. Yeah, I know, <sighs> the, I know the stamina of that. It definitely takes something to you know build up, and it's just a lot, you know, a lot of practice and a lot of you know vocal health, you know, and knowing vocal health and taking voice lessons and stuff to kind of stay healthy for that. But no, no, it's a wonderful role, and yeah, but no, it's it's exhausting for sure. <laughs> What's your favorite moment in the show when you get to do it? Is oh there my gosh. particular? Um, I, I think I, it's it's different. I think it's it kind of changes each day, like how I'm feeling each day. I would say I love for forever. I just love that whole scene. I love that mm -hmm. song. It's like one of my favorite songs in the show. And of course, waving. That's such a fun yeah. part in the show, especially how they do it on stage with all the lights and everything. It feels kind of like you're at a little, a little rock concert. In I a think way, that show you know? set a new bar for how big a small cast show can feel. Yeah, no, it feels huge. <laughs> it really does. I mean, every, everybody says that coming out. They're like, oh my gosh, can't believe it's only eight people up there. It feels like such a full ensemble, like so much energy and, and everything combined with it in the story. It's just, no, it's, it's so true. Um, so no, I, I'd say it changes each day. I, I think depending on how I'm feeling, like I really might like words fail one day or the next day I might really like waving or might like for forever. And, or if I could tell her, I love that scene. So it just, I think it depends on, on how each, each day is, you know, performing, you know, and, and, uh, and, and how it feels that day, you know, but uh, the show as a whole, I love, of course. Yeah. So how old are you? Oh, the other hands and I saw. I'm like, yeah, he looks like a 17 year old. Oh, I'm looking yeah. at his Broadway credits and going, definitely not a 17 year old. You also look very young, but I'm oh, also thanks. guessing you've got a. Thank you. Uh, yes, no, I, I, I'm uh, 25. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, I, I, I'm glad to hear I look young. That's good. That's good. I love. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, like, you know, everybody's like, oh, you miss Ben Platt. You know, and I called him, I said, you know, maybe I miss Ben Platt, but I didn't know who this guy was, and yeah. I could fully buy into that he was 17. Now you say, yes, and say, yeah, of course. And I think that's what's important, of course. As long as you can you buy or 17, that's, that's, that's the goal, of course, you know. <laughs> and so I, I think I got a different experience watching him than I would have. It was amazing, as I'm sure Ben Platt was. Oh, yeah, was. amazing, yeah, yeah. There is something about not knowing the guy or not having any kind oh, of baggage of or history and 
really being able to be sucked yeah, into the no, show. Yeah, no, of course. And, I mean, everybody who's played the role so far has been amazing. And, and I, everyone who's gotten to go, you know, see any of the Evans, they're all going to get an amazing show, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, of course. I yeah. understand that, yes. And one thing we're going to talk about a little bit later, too, is you, you do some songwriting and yeah, you do some yeah, concerts do. and stuff. Yep. But first, before we head to that, maybe, yeah. I'd love to talk, what was your, what was your career pre-Heaven Hansen? What led you to Evan Hansen as yeah, an actor? Because of course. as a young actor, I'm sure there's lots of other people out there wondering how you kind of navigated, navigated everything. Yeah, I, I, so I, I, long story short, I guess, I, I started when I was um, about 9 or 10. Um, my family was kind of always involved with the arts. My sister was always doing ballet. Uh, she's a ballet ballerina and really very talented. And she also got into um, acting and singing as well. And then my brother is a really talented uh, songwriter. He's a musician and uh, he's like eight years older than I am. So when I was young, when he was in high school doing all these, he was doing all these different uh, concerts. He opened for like Avril Lavigne and Pink and Aaron Carter, like all these big bands and arenas when he was in high school, like really cool what, stuff. What, what, what his was name it? is Robbie Brown and he, he was, his band was called No Need at the time. Okay. And it was really yeah, cool. Good, yeah. And he, he kind of like had this really, you know, and so I used to always go to all his concerts and everything. And so I, at a young age around 10, I really got into songwriting and got into, you know, acting and everything and just, and kind of just enter, you know, performing, you know. And so I started out doing theater camps and, and doing things like that. And I started taking voice lessons around then, when I was around 10 or 11. And um, uh, I, that voice teacher actually suggested I start auditioning and get a manager and stuff like locally. So I, locally, I started audition in Philly and, and New York and did like little commercials and industrials and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Just kind of getting my feet wet in the kind of like TV and film realm of things, you know. And then um, through that and through auditioning and different things like that, I actually had an opportunity to go out to Los Angeles. And I went out to Los Angeles for a while and... Um, kind of studied acting there with a couple of different people who taught um, kids who were like on Nickelodeon and Disney Channel okay. and stuff like that. And so, so I really got at a young age. I was about like 10 at that, that point, like 11 or 12, um, you know, learning kind of like the business side of the, the whole of the whole entertainment industry, as well as, you know, TV acting and, and stuff like that. And so that kind of got sparked me in, in, into that kind of community. And then as I got a little older, I decided, you know, what, in high school, I want to be home and and kind of you know and be kind of at high school and and utilize new york i grew up in um, bucks county pennsylvania which okay. is about like an hour and a half or so away from here so yeah. not too far and i actually went and i went to high school in new jersey um so it was a really quick train ride to um to new york so after high, like after high school i used to uh take the train in do acting classes here do voice lessons here and and, and stuff like that and just kind of like generate a, uh, a network of knowing people and, and training here in New York City and getting to know people make friends here and stuff because I knew for when college came around I wanted yeah. to go to college in New York like that was my that was my goal I wanted to be in New York so that I can audition and and pursue you know music and, and theater and stuff like that and acting in general um, and so, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it was one of those things. You meet one person. I had a voice teacher that introduced me to what is now my manager now and, and like that. And then when college came around, um, I'd done some, you know, regional theater. I did a show um, in D.C. called Torch Song Trilogy, which was directed by Michael Kahn and actually starred Brandon Aranowitz, who he's done a lot of cool stuff on Broadway now. And, and um, so that was a really great production. That was like halfway through my college experience. I left for a semester and came back and, and um, you know, I did the show for a while. We'll be right back to this interview. After a brief word from our sponsors. Special thanks to our travel sponsor. Are you looking at majoring in theater for a career as a creative artist? I've created a program at the University of Providence in Montana that is designed to meet your goals. If you want to be an artist, you are an entrepreneur. And our BA in Theater and Business Arts is designed for you to learn essential business skills with classes specifically designed for theater artists. 
You'll also explore different artistic skills to help you develop your talents. And our productions are very student-driven, with a real focus on students creating their own work, so you know how to do that once you graduate. With a senior creative project of your choice and a business senior project of developing your own five-year business plan for your career, after graduation, you'll know exactly what your next steps are. UP also has some great programs like a four-year graduation guarantee and a student loan repayment assistance program. If you'd like to find out more, click on our sponsor link at broadwaybullet.com. Special thanks to our location sponsor. Writers need a full community of support in order to do their important work. That's where DGF steps in. The Dramatist Guild Foundation is a national charity that fuels the future of American theater by supporting playwrights, composers, lyricists, and book writers at all stages of their careers. They do this by sponsoring educational programs, providing emergency aid to writers in need, and offering a free rehearsal space where I recorded this episode. In April of this year, DGF launched its New Voices program, which brought trained teaching artists into fourth grade classrooms. These artists led the students in the collaborative creation of their own plays, which were then performed for the school by professional actors. It is crucial that young students are given proper access and training in theater to share their stories and learn the power of their own voices. If you'd like to help support DGF in fostering the writers of tomorrow, please visit dgf.org and be sure to follow them on Twitter at dgfound. Now, back to our interview in progress. And then came back and actually, um, oh, and I went to Marymount Manhattan College. I don't know if I mentioned that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, when yeah. I went after high school, went to college, Marymount Manhattan College, studied there for two years, and then I left and did that show, Torch Song, came back in that halfway point. Are, and, they, are they pretty good about letting you guys well, work outside? Because the, there's a lot of schools yeah, in town schools here that are like, I no, know, that are we, hesitant about that. We want you all to ourselves. Yeah, for the, that time, totally. And right. I think, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not really sure how they felt about it. I, I, the way it, the way, the, <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know, I just went, no, the way it typed out, <laughs> the way it typed out, luckily, yeah. was that I auditioned over a summer, mm-hmm. so it was like I was able to not go back for a semester and, and yeah. defer it, you know. But what I will say is with um, theater, when you're studying theater in college, it is, um, most of the courses are like year-long courses. So it's very hard to leave and come back. And I found that when I left and, and yeah. came back. And so what I actually did was, because I wanted to graduate still within a two-year, like only two more years, mm-hmm. I actually switched to a communications major because a lot of those courses were um, semester-based. Yeah. And um, so since I did two years of musical theater, I, I graduated with a theater minor, but I actually graduated with a communications major. And so I, I teach like classes. And that has hurt you so so much, and it's been this sort of hinder <laughs> on my uh, no. And so um, yeah, so I um, you know I, I enjoy the communications major and like, entertainment PR and stuff like that. And it kind of taught me some things. You know, I didn't really know about that end of the business. You know, I knew about the performing aspect and the business aspect and that aspect of, of performing and, and that, but I didn't know kind of you know the entertainment PR side of it. And that's been really that was really interesting to me. And I actually even did like a a, a, a um, a summer internship in London for entertainment okay. PR because I just want to take a break just to kind of like try something else and, and kind of see how that that was and I enjoyed it very much but you know I, acting and performing is what I love to do so I you know when I came back from that I'm like all right we gotta, gotta continue with this you know <laughs> um, but yeah no so I graduated with that and, and I tell people I teach classes and stuff in the city and workshops and like that and I tell you know I, I tell everyone you know I don't think um, when you you know whatever you graduate in college with, you can do whatever you want yeah. with that. It's great to have a degree, you know, 
Um, but you know, your major and stuff, that's, that's, that's kind of, it's okay to choose what, what you want there, you know. Um, and it's okay to major in theater and yeah, work somewhere else. and work somewhere else, and that's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, a lot of people have done that. They, they graduate a musical theater degree, and they go and do something totally different. That's okay. It's just so the degree. So many parents think that theater is a bad degree. It's a, like, no, it's, it's, a, awesome. it's a great degree, and I would have graduated with that degree if it wasn't yeah. just for a timing thing for me. And, and at that point, when I got back from D.C. and I was, I, I was in college, I, was, I already had a voice teacher here. I had acting classes that I was going to regularly. I was auditioning and stuff, so I didn't feel like I... I necessarily needed the program to to still be pursuing, yeah. you know, musical theater and acting and everything like that. Because I always encourage kids, and I, I always say this: I'm like always being an acting class, always being a you know a voice class, like just always constantly be learning and training. Cause that's that's super important. Um, but when I, I can now answer when Dear Evan Hansen came yeah. along, you know what I'm so. Um, so I have like this kind of interesting story about how with Dear Evan Hansen and. Um, uh, I guess the essence of what I liked when I like telling the story and I tell people the story is that I'm a firm believer in projecting what you want and putting that out there and visualizing specifically what you want in, you know, for your career, for your future and whatever aspect of life. And, and I think um, in, I've had these experiences in other ways, but with Dear Evan Hansen especially, it's been very interesting. So Long story short, I grew up listening to Rent and Next Normal. Those are like my mm-hmm. two favorites. You know, Michael, I mean, um, Michael Greif, yeah. uh, who's amazing. I just love the work he does, that contemporary like musical theater and the stories that he brings yeah. to Broadway and stuff. It's, there's, you know, there's a reason why two of his musicals are Pulitzer Prize winning. Like, it's, it's, you <laughs> know I mean? he's, he's amazing. And, um, and uh, so there's that. And then in college, I constantly was, I went to like all the Pazic and Paul concerts. You know, <laughs> yeah. they were always having their concerts here and stuff. Yeah. Like at 54 Below and stuff. I mean, they, they really put in their dues. They did. They seem to just explode everywhere in the past year. But for anybody out there who doesn't Oh my know, gosh, no. They were, they were hustling. They were, yeah, they were, <laughs> totally. And they, you know, and, and kids, people, us in the theater community, we knew of them, you yeah. know. But it's so great to see them now. Everyone knows of them, yeah. of course. But no, I mean, we knew of them. All of us were singing yeah. their songs and, and auditions in college and stuff. Like, you know, so I love their music. And I'm like, these guys are great. Like, I just love everything they were doing. And, and I so enjoyed going to all their concerts and everything. So there was that. And then and then also um, in college, I got into, like, screenplay writing. Because I love writing. Like I guess I was saying songwriting and stuff. So other aspects of writing I also enjoy. And I took classes, like, in college and stuff for that. And so I got into screenplay writing, and my first long screenplay was about um, high school and how this, um, this, these people, they, these kids felt like they couldn't fit in, and that feeling of disconnect and then isolation and stuff. And there was a suicide on campus and stuff. And that that was a, that was something that I wrote about. It was something that I was passionate about, just that topic, because we all know people who were affected by that and something like that. So, and you know, and it's and it's heartbreaking, you know. And so for those three reasons, in college, I, I, it was interesting that when I heard about Dear Evan Hansen, I'm like, when, when, when that, that was like, I think it came like the summer after I was there. Yeah, I was in D.C. for like the summer before then. or so. I think it was around then. But anyway, I heard about Dear Evan Hansen. I'm like, I saw it. I'm like, wow, it's Pazig and Paul. It's Michael Greif. And it's about this topic that I feel so passionate about. I'm like, if this would be the best, this is like, if I could pick any musical mm-hmm. to be in right now, it would be this musical, you know? And that was like a year before I even auditioned for it, you know. And so I went to this new voice teacher, and and he, um, in my first lesson with him, he's like, "Hey, this was you know like a year later." He's like, "You should you should audition for Dear Evan Hansen." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "You know, I heard about that so long ago." I said, "Are they still?" I didn't know they were auditioning for that. He's like, "Yeah, they're auditioning for the kid who does the you know who's gonna who's gonna cover the boys." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that would be amazing!" So I call my manager. 
my manager, you know, got me an audition for it, and uh, you know, I got the job, and that that was wonderful. But and and I was super excited, obviously. Um, but in addition to all that, and this is where I was saying, like the projecting aspect of it, is that when I was also when I was in college, my favorite one of my favorite favorite musicals, Pippin. Do you have a favorite musical? Um, it just switched to Hamilton. Yeah, oh, okay. but it, it had been <laughs> yeah. into the woods for twenty five years. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah. Mm. Okay, I love that. Yeah, yeah. and Hamilton, amazing. Yeah. But Pippin has always been a, like I've just loved that since I was growing up. I used to watch the the tape that they have of like Ben Vereen mm-hmm. and that and, and and it's so cool. Like I, I just love it. And um, anyway, so Pippin was at Music Box Theater when I was in college, and so I went to I went to that all the time. Like I would go multiple times to see it. And when I was there, I'm like I I'm like oh my gosh, I'm like I love this theater first of all. I'm like if I could pick any theater right now, it would be this. This is such a cool theater. And um, Matthew James Thomas, I thought was just an amazing performer, and I loved watching him. I loved his phrasing that he did like musically and stuff. And so I listened to him and kind of like studied his performance. I thought he did such an awesome job. And so, and um, when I when I I'd go to Broadway Dance Center and stuff like that, that was right around right on that same street. And I also go went my voice teacher who was on the next corner. And so I used to pass the Music Box Theater, and I used to pretend that I was like walking into work, like I was walking in the stage door every day. Like I used to like it was just like a funny joke that I used to have with myself, like a mental you know joke. And it was like me visualizing me going to work there. And so originally. Dear Evan Hansen was supposed to be at the Blasco Theater, yeah. and then like a week before we started, it got transferred to the Music Box Theater. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, all these things, yeah. I projected like the, the, the music and, and the story I wanted to have, and, and the, the theater I wanted to be in, all yeah. this stuff, all kind of happened there. And it was, it was so, like, it was so, it was amazing. And then at our, our very first, um, our very first, I guess, performance on Broadway, which is our dr- invited dress rehearsal, I ran into a friend of mine, and uh, I hadn't seen her in years. She actually helped me with prepping for college auditions. She was, you know, older than me, and she's a very talented um, actress. Uh, she's she brought with her Matthew James Thomas <laughs> <laughs> to the thing, and she's friends with Rachel, who's obviously they did Pippin together, and they're both wonderful. And and um, and so I met Matthew, whom and I hit it off, and now him and he was the one who produced my EP. So it's really interesting yeah. how these things kind of um, kind of evolved over time. And when I look back on it, it's kind of interesting to see. So. I always tell people, like, in, in the workshops I teach them, like, and, and to people doing, who want to get into theater or acting or whatever they want to do, is just really be specific about that and finding what, what those things you really love to do and projecting that as much as possible. Because me projecting and pretending I was going to work in the music mm-hmm. box, me being very specific about the type of music I wanted to do, the type of acting I wanted to do, and I think you're mentally and, and, and physically and uh, you're preparing for that, you know. And you're putting that out there, and it was interesting to see that happen. So that's kind of my story getting involved yeah. with Dear Hansen, and I just, you know, very happy to be here, you know. Yeah, so so what, what, you're doing some concerts, and they, they may or may, may not be in the future when we air this, but I'm guessing yeah. then you'll be doing some more. So yeah, I hope we can do more concerts. Tell us about what you like to do concert-wise. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, um, I like to, I, I hope to do more concerts and doing, yeah, I'm doing one in Ocean City, which is coming up on the 20, uh, June 27th, or, yeah, June 27th, and then one in September 30th and 54 Below. And that'll be fun. It's like my first New York solo concert, which will be at 54 Below, which will be fun. I love it there. And, and um, yeah, you know, I'm hoping to do more concerts. I, I love, you know, songwriting. And, and um, with the, the EP that we released now was very much like we had a whole kind of platform. And our platform was this whole concept of just simplicity and, and going back to noticing the simple beauties in life and, and um, recognizing, you know, uh, the simplicity that is around us, you know, and I think that was kind of... What style of music is the, like, the EP yeah, and the concert? totally, so yeah. It's going to be like, um, I, I tend to write, um, like, pop rock folk mm-hmm. with a little bit of folk music to it. 
Um, that's like the general style I like to do. Um, but then also the concerts will be, I'll, I'll do like, I like to do um, some 90s and 2000, early 2000s pop rock hits. Like I like that type of music. And then also some uh, 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 musical theater from that, those time periods too that I, that I like. So it'll be kind of a mixture of all those. Yeah. Yeah. So how many, how many, besides the two that you go on, yeah. I mean, the show is just so challenging. I don't know, how often are you having to like swing in for some of the, for the other roles cover? It? Oh, um, you know, they, everyone's, they, uh, uh, it, it, it kind of went, goes in waves, you know, um, if, 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 why the, read different reasons why they might be out or yeah. something like that. But no, recently they've been, they've been, everyone's been pretty healthy and good and, and strong and stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, no, I've gone for the other characters quite a bit, um, uh, quite a bit now, which is, which mm-hmm. has been fun. And, it, and it's always fun, fun to do that. Yeah, I, I think in a way, personally, that the being a swing would be much more fun than playing the same role. You know, in no, the same totally, show. For, yeah. You're a little on your toes. You get to yeah, do a little bit of everything. Definitely. And... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you get to know the show in a very different way. Like you have so many different perspectives mm-hmm. of the show. You know, and like going on as different characters, you really kind of you get to know the whole like the show and so like I said, so many different perspectives, and that's been really interesting. And it kind of helps when you play each character because you know the other person's point of view mm-hmm. in each scene and everything like that. It's hard sometimes not to like. Say the other person's line, <laughs> but, minute, or but you're afraid, or sing the other harmony or something. <laughs> so you have to be conscious of that. But once you get that down, it's it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that that's that's always no. It's super fun. It's, it's great. Yeah. So uh, while you're working on this, are you? How do you look forward? I mean, yeah. I mean, but you're in a long running show. It's gonna run long, run a long time. I mean, how do you decide how you plant your seeds out for the future? Gonna... Yeah. No. Totally. I guess. Um, I guess for me, it's, it's um, uh, well, first of all, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, yeah, of course, just try to really enjoy what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I love the show, and it's so great to, to be working on it. And, yeah, in the future, it's, I guess it's, you know, it's just being just, um, just like I said, I'm, I'm doing the songwriting thing on the side. Different yeah. things that I can kind of, I can do while, while I'm doing this is always, you know, beneficial. And, and just kind of thinking about, you know, just taking it day to day, a day at a time, you know. I try not to think too far ahead, but... Um, but no, of course, in our in our business, you kind of you have to sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, were people surprised at how big Evan Hansen took off and became? Yeah, I. I yeah. think we're like in a real renaissance right now. But I mean, I see a lot of shows. But I would say easily the past two seasons. I mean, yeah. well, I say Hamilton, but easily in my top ten are Dear Evan Hansen totally, and Come yeah. From Away. Yo, yeah. I mean, the Come From Away show. would have been a shoe in Tony oh. not winner. You know, in, totally, in any other yes. year. No, I know. It, it, no, you're right. No, there's been amazing shows, and, and these past couple seasons have been incredible. No, I, I, I don't. I mean, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I, I thought the show was I, when it's first I heard about. it, I'm like, this is gonna be a hit. I thought. Now, I think a lot of people were surprised in terms of the, the magnitude of it. You know, of course, of how 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 big it, it's gotten. And and but I think it's it's rightfully so. I think the show is it's so well done, both the book and the music. And I think it, it's really it's uh, it's it's worth every every success it gets. I, I think, um, uh, but no, I mean, the come from way is amazing. Yeah, obviously Hamilton. Yeah. There's so many great shows and great shows this season. Yeah. I, I saw. I'm, uh, did you see SpongeBob? No, I, I, did I not actually, really. It was really great. I keep, I, I keep yeah. hearing. I, had, I, uh, I loved it. I thought it was uh, fantastic. I, I talked to a guy who's like subbing in the pit on SpongeBob. Yeah, and yeah, other yeah. Things then. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, it was so good. I mean, the costumes, everything about it was so it's so amazing. I, I don't know if I I haven't really besides that I haven't seen much else this season though but I've, I've heard amazing things about the other shows too but that was just one i was able to catch because they had a lot of sunday night performances and i would yeah, yeah. um oh, there is a oh yeah there's one thing i've been dying to find out because i've yeah. always recorded voices with speaking voices 
And I think most of the time, like I was thinking from the cast album that there was a lot of recorded voices oh, um, okay. singing. I but I felt that that wasn't the case. It was just eight people singing that big. Um, I mean, is it augmented or is it just eight people that also just sound that big? I just oh, you mean when you see it, when you yeah. see it live? Yeah. Um, they have, uh, in just the, um, uh, you will be found, you will be found, you reprise, they have, um, recorded voices. But the speaking voice, but do they also have recorded singing voices? Uh, oh yeah, there's, That's there's some, there's running, some yeah. layering there. Yeah, just those two songs, um. But uh, other than that, no, yeah, it's, it's just the eight, it's just the eight people. Yeah, but. and even some of those songs, I was like, they sound, like oh, I know, just I know, no, so it's massive. amazing, it really is, everybody gives it, I mean, they all, they're all giving it their all, and it's like, it's, no, and it's so great, and even the sound designer, too, at the show is amazing, too, like, yeah. it's just so well done, and I think that's why people leave it, you feel that impact, which is so cool, you know, it's great when you go leave a show and you feel that, like, you know, that impact <laughs> in your chest, kind of, it's hard to explain, but that, I always get that when I watch the show, and that's, that's really important, I think, yeah. yeah. So, um, there's a couple questions I'm asking everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to kind of put in. And my first thing, and maybe we've already touched on something, yeah, but maybe but you have something else to yeah, mention. Yeah. Um, and that's like, for in a new actor coming to New York, yeah. what's like a kind of a creative bit of advice you would have for them? Yeah, I, I mean, I would say, um, one, going back to what I said briefly, you know, always being projecting what you want, visualizing it, seeing it, and it will happen. I firmly believe that. And then um, through that, besides just those visualizing it, I would say that because you're doing that, you're because you're being specific about you what, what you want, is that you're going to start, you're going to be training towards the jobs that you want. So... You know, if there's a specific type of acting you like or a specific type of musical theater you like and you start um, training within that because you love it so much, when those opportunities come along, you'll be best prepared for them. But in, besides all that, I, I, I honestly, I, and I always say this, I, I, you know, always remember why you love doing it. You know, there's times, and especially when you get caught up in the business end of it, and I even did that when I was younger, like you get caught up so much in the business aspect of it, you forget the reason why you love doing it and you forget the reason, the performing and the and the entertaining, the whole, the, all of that, like that's, that's the reason why you love doing it. And, and, um, and I always say to keep, you know, keep remember that. And, and so how you can, you know, um, how you can, uh, feed that, I guess is, I don't know how, what the best word to say, but how you can do that is by being in classes and being in, in voice classes and, and doing that in classes where you get to perform in and stuff and experiment in and, so I always say be in a class and be learning, constantly keep learning, and, and remember why you love to do it and project those things that you want. And so that's my advice, advice coming in and, and taking advantage of all those opportunities and stuff, you know, yeah. for me. And, find, and, you know, and it, it took a while. Like, I, I had to shop around a lot of different acting teachers. And a lot, like, I didn't just go to the first one I went to. It's your voice, voice teachers. I shopped around a lot. You know, it's finding one that works for you. You know, one voice teacher, one acting teacher might work for someone else, but that, that's okay if they don't work for you. Find people who you want to surround yourself with and, and surround yourself with them, you know, and, and cater that to you. Um, so that's what I, my quick advice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the second question. Yeah, yeah. Kind of similar flip side. And this doesn't have to be for just actor, but for any artist. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a piece of business advice for somebody who is, you know, on the business end of, of the artist, whether it's, you know, a, an interesting type of job that they can use to finance their career and their business, oh, or yeah. a piece of networking advice or something? Something unusual that you found that that something artists. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say um, uh, other jobs. I, I did um, I did nannying for a while. I did that. Um, that's a great job. For, I thought <laughs> just because it, the hours were so great, and you know, um, I, I thought that was a great the great side job, and, and you get to meet some great families and stuff like that. So that that's a little side job that I can I can add. But I would say um, 
in terms of other things, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think networking is so important. And I, I do because, like, even in high school, my first my before, my voice teacher is the one who in- introduced me to my manager, and then the next voice teacher introduced me to you know that Dear Evan Hansen was auditioning mm-hmm. for. So it's you know it's always just kind of being in it as much as you can. And now I I'm fairly new to social media. I just started when I started the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've heard there's a lot of great you know techniques on there that people use to network mm-hmm. and and you know put videos of their performances and stuff like that out there, which is which sounds great and wonderful. But yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's just it's just con- you know the business end of it is just to constantly be just networking, getting a lot, get, getting to know people, you know, and 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 not even just for and not even for the sole purpose of trying to get ahead yeah. or, or do that. I don't I don't advise that. Uh, what I mean is is just to there, when you get to know people here and you get to network here, it just feels more comfortable. You know, you feel like you have people you can reach out to or, or get to know and. And so make great relationships yeah, with people, you know, exactly. and, and real relationships with people. And So many and, people say, oh, it's all about who you know. No. And it's and, like, well, yes, but. Yes, but you no. You can get to know people. It's, you can get to know people, <laughs> exactly. And I know so many people that didn't know anyone auditioned for something and they got yeah. it and they got, and they didn't know anybody yeah. and now now they know people, you know. Yeah. But no, and, and I'm not, you know, and like I said, I don't advise people, like I, I don't advise people to just. No, getting networking for the sake yeah. of networking to get ahead. That's not what I mean. Is it's develop real relationships with the people, and and like I said, surround yourself with people that you really like and are going to support you, and that you feel good around. You know, don't don't surround yourself with people that you feel brings you down, or or you feel you're just hanging out with them for the sake of yeah. blank. You know, whatever. Or don't yeah. hang out with them just because they're the group that makes you feel like the exactly, talented one. exactly, <laughs> so exactly. Be the, be the, be like the least talented. Exactly. One yes. Surround yourself with people exactly where you strive. They're so talented. You want to strive exactly to be, you know, be at those that level. You know. So no, yeah, always, and that's so. I think it goes both hands with that, and and just and just keep working at it. You know, just constantly keep keep doing the classes. And I always say to people too is also find like other hobbies that you like that you don't judge. Like I do mm-hmm. painting and stuff because. I don't, I'm not a good painter, but I, I don't judge it. I just do it for the sake of, even though I just judge it, as I said, yeah. I'm not good. But, but well, you know what I mean? Stuff like that that you can escape it and well, do something else. Theater's you know? collaborative requires permission. I think it's, yeah. you don't have to pursue it. I think having another creative outlet that can be just yours. Totally, When yes. things are going bad in this other area to have something. Something else, exactly. Which is, it's so freeing that way. You can just do it and you do it for the, just the love of doing it and you, get, you escape for a little bit and do that. So that's, that's super important too. And I, I definitely suggest that. Yeah. Well, before we wrap this up, do you yeah. maybe want to play uh, one of your original songs? Oh, play. Oh, play where? You can email it to me, and I'll insert it in through the magic. Oh, of yeah, it. that would that would be that would be great. I'd be happy to do that. Yes. Yeah, like send you the the, yeah. the, the recording of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, happy to. You want to tell us about what you what we're going to listen to here? Oh, okay. Um. Oh, I got to pick one. Yeah, um, and, uh, uh, Okay, I guess I'll do. Um, okay, I'll do the title song. Way it used to be. It's called. It's kind of like a fun um, toe tapping song about just thinking about how uh, simpler time used to be and how we, you know, the all technology and stuff that is happening now. But that there's, you know, there's still still beauty here for us to turn to. Yeah. All right, let's listen. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the name of your EP is? Uh, Way It Used To Be. Okay, and yes. you can find that on? Okay, yeah, you can find it all, on all streaming services, mm-hmm. Spotify, you know, iTunes, Amazon, all the, all the streaming services mm-hmm. worldwide. <laughs> and listeners can find you for the next 
Yes. The foreseeable period of time, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Wednesdays and Saturdays, yes. And then um, I, um, in Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, in Dear Evan Hansen, Wednesday and Saturday afternoon on Dear Evan Hansen. And, um, and also, uh, yeah, I put updates on my Instagram, which is Hey Michael Lee Brown. So that's, okay. that's kind of my main place I go to for updates and stuff like that. So you can follow along there. All right. Well, it was a pleasure to yeah, get so a nice chance to, to talk yes. to you. Yes, no, thank you so much. Congratulations on all your success. Uh, I appreciate it. No, thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much. <laughs>